thousand. Hold on to your butts. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Put on my shoes. Tie my shoes. Went to the mirror. Put a comb my hair. I made a move. All right. We're start. You were pointing at me, right, Joe? I was pointing at you because I'm pretty sure you can hear the music, but you're lying to me. I can't hear the music. Okay. I hear nothing. Yeah, you seem to be whatever. singing along to whatever song I was playing earlier, so whatever. I heard, like, again, so what, what I was trying to explain to you is a couple times I did hear the music, but it, then it would fade out, and you, you would cut in and out really badly in, in silence. Hmm. So hmm. there was I, I knew that you were playing that not good enough for your love. Hmm. I could be the new singer for Analog Heart. Like obviously Liz Bills is gonna do her own solo thing. So they're gonna need somebody to come in. Yeah, but they don't Not good enough, good enough, good enough, they, good enough for your love. They just released an analog heart album, so you would assume no, she'd still be singing on they that. They released a song. They released one song. Wait, well, she's I mean, going solo? Yeah, she's on a solo tour. Well, that's just offensive to the rest of the band. Well, I yeah. mean, she is also in Analog Heart. She didn't leave Analog Heart. But they just released a new song and she's going off by herself? Well, she mentioned it. Turn the music bit. off. It's making you guys cut in and out. Uh, it sounds fine on our end, so it's really just. <laughs> I'm you. just telling you, it might sound fine. I can't hear you guys talk. Uh, well, I stopped the music. All right. Welcome to the show. It is the Lotus Cast. LotusCast.com. Did you stop the music? You didn't stop the music. You just gave Adam shifty eyes. <laughs> I can't hear you. I cannot hear the words coming out of your mouth. Now, you he's, now he's just mouthing words and pretending. Okay. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening anymore. Why uh, would you ruin the show. It is the Lotus Cast. LotusCast.com. StrangeLabel.com is where you can listen to us live every Thursday night, 9 to whenever we decide to end... Uh, welcome. We got uh, Michelle in the chat. It looks like we've got uh, Uncle Hall. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for joining us. We've got a lot of things to touch on, and the first thing that I, I would like to uh, discuss with you guys is uh, at work, um, where the my the place where I work. This this woman was telling the story about how she was uh, making mashed potatoes for her family. She's actually making dinner. She's making an entire dinner. And she's out of milk. She does not have any milk for the oh. mashed potatoes. I know where so this is going. So she goes and... What? Does I she... know where this is going. She goes into the refrigerator and pulls out her own breast milk. <laughs> and uses the breast milk to, fit, to make the mashed potatoes. She doesn't tell her family. She does not say to them, Hey, uh, I, you know, before you bite into these mashed potatoes, uh, I, just to let you know, just a little warning... I used my titty milk. She what if she had let like, them eat it? What if she had like AIDS and then ex- or something though? 
What AIDS? if she has AIDS? Yeah, like or some other disease like that's transmittable by milk. I don't now, think AIDS is transmittable by breast milk. It is by all bodily fluids. Well, except for like saliva, but uh, you can have, have AIDS Google milk. <clears throat> what about so, diarrhea water? Yeah, what if she's just got like the flu and now she gave her whole family the flu? Well, yeah, obviously. She she said they tasted great, and while they were eating it, she kept asking them like, "Oh, you guys like mashed potatoes?" Yeah, and it, like that's a really sadistic thing to do. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if that happened to you. Would you divorce your wife immediately? Uh, if it was my wife, I, I think I could overcome it. Like if Rochelle uh, fed me titty milk, mashed potatoes, I think I I, I would probably vomit. <laughs> what um, if What if the family's like, hey, I, the potatoes are really good tonight. What'd you do different? Yeah, if I went over to like a, a family member's house. Like an aunt or a brother's, you know, and his wife did that. Or if I went to sisters and she did that, I, <clears throat> I would, I would kill everybody and myself. It would be a like. Wait, a, so if you went to your sister's house and she's just like, Matt, I made dinner for everybody, and then after dinner she was like, I hope you really enjoyed those mashed potatoes because they were my titty milk mashed potatoes. You would kill your entire family. <laughs> I would kill your whole family. Not my whole family. It's your sister. If it was my sister? Yeah, like she invited yeah, you down kill and your whole in the house. family. I would kill everybody. I would kill my sister. I would kill her husband. I would kill her kids. I would kill the cats and the dogs and the horse outside. And then I would turn the gun on myself. Oh, just That's gross. Quite a scene. I... And I would leave, like, I would let everybody know this is what happened. What is wrong with this lady? Because she wouldn't like this if this happened to her. Like, if she just went to a friend's house um, and, uh, you know, they and served her, you know, titty milk mashed potatoes. Or what if her son made mashed potatoes and used semen instead, you know? Like, it's disgusting. See? So, what the with, hell? Now, here's semen? the thing. Yeah, if you use semen. It's a bodily <laughs> fluid. Mean, like, you're, she just used her own bodily fluids to make you a dinner. That. Now, I do think to a, 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 all right, if it was semen, like if somebody did that to me and semen, I would almost think it was kind of funny. <laughs> so if I just made you semen mashed potatoes and then told you after you ate the entire uh, bucket of mashed potatoes that I served you, you'd be like, oh, that's I would, hilarious. I would hate that it happened. But at the same time, it would be funny. Oh, oh Joe made oh. me eat his cum. That's disgusting. Uh, but milk is meant to be eaten. It's nourishment. Semen is not nourished. Yeah, but you don't nourish other adults no, with your breast milk. You don't nourish other adults with your breast milk. Like. I always tell Rochelle, here, get your nutrients. Oh. <laughs> That's so gross. I need to be milked. Yeah, I always tell her, like, listen, you gotta, you're a little oh. short on the old protein. You need to, you need to get your nutrients, honey. <laughs> oh. I grab her by the nape of the neck, and I'm like, here you go, baby. Did you try Here's her breast nutri- milk after she gave birth? <laughs> no, I. I mean, I'm sure at some point, like, I, you know, I, and actually, no, I, I can't even really say that that's true because Rochelle didn't really breastfeed, so I, like, she, she kind of, she went dry. Did you try her, the formula? I didn't try the formula. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure at some point formula like formula. got in my mouth, like it squirted in my mouth or something, but. <laughs> Formula is different. It's literally like <laughs> powdered milk. You know, it's not. It's not. It's not human milk. 
I would have to kill. It, it just it's so disgusting. And I gagged when she told me the story. Like that is. Does it make you like so see her wholesome. in a different light now? So every time you see her, like that's a, she's a terrible mm. woman. I mean, if she comes to work with food, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> so oh you, yeah, you got to be careful in the future. Like, what if you guys have like a potluck lunch or something? You don't know which dish yeah. is hers. So are you well, un- uncomfortable you with like, like potato salad? <sighs> are you uncomfortable with like drinking breast milk in general, or just like if it was served by a family member? Uh, I mean, it's worth it, it, uh, in general. Like I just, it's kind of gross. Oh, that's gross. It, Michelle in chat says Doug says that all the time as well. I'm assuming it's the come yeah. get your your nutrients. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what I say to her. I think here comes your nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Here's a little moisturizer for your skin. Oh, I'm gonna have a nightmare chest. later so, on tonight. So you'll eat out an asshole, but you won't drink breast milk. Oh God, yeah. See, I I gladly drink some breast milk. That sounds pretty sexy. You would drink breast milk? I have seen a porn once. Not where... from like a family member, but I I think I heard on Howard Stern once, like he interviewed a a stripper or something that worked at a strip club where she squirted breast milk into the patrons like mouths and stuff like they get these pregnant women and they they use their breast milk and like feed it to people they squirt it in cups and the guys are drinking it i did watch a porn once where that was like the focus where like it was just ladies who were like could squeeze out breast milk while they were getting railed (laughs) and it was like the grossest thing. She's just like squirting milk all over the place, and it's just the guy's covered in it, and he's like trying to drink some of it. It was like, oh, just making a mess. Yeah, just making a huge mess. I'd, I'd suckle. But what if she's like making a huge mess all over you? Well, that's it's just like me making a huge mess all over her. I milk her, and then she milks me. Here comes some sustenance. I get vitamin D. She gets protein. Yeah, I you you so you'd be you would go to a strip club or something like that, Adam, where you you got served some breast milk. I mean, I wouldn't drink it out of a glass, but I'd suck it out of the teat. You would drink it right from the teat. Yeah, <laughs> That's I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. It's all warm and oh, sugary warm. sweet. <laughs> well, it sounds so bad about that. I don't think it's sugary sweet though. I think it it's is. Like, it's, there's a lot of sugar in it. Have you tried it? No. I mean, I mean, you sound familiar with it. Yeah, uh, 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 Joe does sound <laughs> as though he's versed in the flavors of breast milk. I was in AP Bio. All right, this was one of the chapters. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's warm because it's coming out of you know somebody that's a hundred degrees, and uh, it's, you know, it's um, not refrigerated. Me, if they have a fever. Well, yes. Well, you know what I mean. Ninety-eight point six. It's. It's coming out of them hot, and it's full of sugar. Like it's a it's a sweet sweet milk, and it's gonna get like all sticky and gross on you. I would just kill everybody. Like if I, I, I just have to, and I would I would have to end my own life. There's no way I could live on knowing that inside of me is. Would you be okay, milk. Adam, if you were suckling and then it put you to sleep because it's warm milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Like, nothing really happens to you. You just suckled and you went to sleep. Just nestled in her arms. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds kind of like nice. Hot milk toddy. It's just fresh from the oh, from the teeth. <laughs> I got a pillow right there to rest my head on. This uh-huh. is a disaster. 
You can find so football started tonight, huh? You can find breastfeeding videos on YouTube. They don't censor them. <laughs> they don't censor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna have to warn God. my boss. <laughs> um. Yeah. Football. Football happened today. I like that Adam had right intimate now. knowledge of it. They don't censor those breastfeeding videos. Well, normally you're not allowed nudity on YouTube, yeah. but it <laughs> falls under educational. Uh, okay. But you can Does still... it really? I thought they would have like you know. Well, it's the same like still censored it. Same thing with uh, MTV. Like they used to do those documentaries about breast implants, and they wouldn't censor it because it's like educational. But they would do it at like three in the afternoon. Uh, you jerk to those. Yeah. If you want to see a cut? You can up titty. jerk off to educational material. <laughs> I remember being um, upset by the uh, in my uh, high school AP bio textbook. They had uh, the chapter on like human reproduction had a, a birth. A series of pictures and it was taken in the 70s so this lady had this big like 70s bush and then all of a sudden like just goes through pictures where you can see a head coming out of like this big bush of hers and then <laughs> finally like the baby pours out and she's like screaming oh just remember like oh who approved <laughs> to be in a textbook who saw these photos of themselves was like yes i will be in your textbook it's all slimy uh, It's not as bad. Like, some people say that after you see that, like, you get traumatized for life. I'm sure, yeah. After the first time, it's I fine. didn't have an issue with it. Like, I, I saw it happen. I wouldn't poop. watch the C-section, but I watched Did Rochelle vaginal poop birth. on the table? Huh? Did Rochelle poop on the table? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. She pooped on the table. She didn't poop on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture her, like, giving her giving you a nasty look. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh, God, you just pooped on the table. Can you believe it? <laughs> and then she's like, shut up. <laughs> I looked at the doctor, and I'm like, hold on a second. I've got to rub her nose in it. She can't do this again. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. I just got to film this. <laughs> oh, you just gotta birthed the baby. over her head forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't watch the C-section. I couldn't watch that. That's not. Why not? That's actually kind of cool. No, like that stuff really creeps me out. It bothers me, like cutting a person open and then seeing their insides. Have you ever watched a water birth? Because that was disgusting. Didn't we watch one on the show? I've a couple seen. Years ago? Yeah, we. I'm pretty sure because Dave was like on this water birth. Like, wasn't he on a, like a water birth? Uh, yeah, I remember that. Crazy spiral and watching tons of water birth videos. I just remember when I went to Ireland, it, like one of the uh, shows they had on TV, I was just flipping through the channels. One of them was like they were just showing water births. They just went from woman to woman as they w- had their own different water birth. Was it Dave? That w- was the, is that really the thing that happened? Was he on this crazy like YouTube uh, rabbit hole of water birth videos? I don't remember, to be honest. I remember us, him making us watch some video where some woman was sitting in like a hot tub. Oh, no, that was the poop, wasn't it? Where, like, she poops herself, like, has diarrhea, and it spreads everywhere? Well, she poops when she gives birth. Oh. I just remember a hot tub one where there's a girl in a bikini, and then she has diarrhea, and you just see this brown spot in the in the, <laughs> the hot tub just expand rapidly, and then everyone's, like, trying to jump out oh, at the same time. I've seen that one, too. Yeah. But that's not the water birth one. Well, she gave uh, birth to a little baby Negro in that one. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yikes. Why would you say that? Yikes. Say what? <laughs> I I was watching the I, I saw two stories today about um 
little little children's, and one of them was a babysitter put a. This happened in Danvers. A babysitter put a a, a baby in a refrigerator. Why? Oh, I, I didn't was see crying. the video. I saw the story though. Do you have a Did link? Did you see it? Hold on, I'll send the link to uh, to Joe. I think it's. I don't think it's the actual just the video. I think it's uh, uh, the story. <clears throat> but get, um, you get caught on like nanny you, cam. Yeah, I, actually, I think she filmed it. I think she was proud. She's like, "This baby's crying. I'm gonna put it in the fridge to shut it up." <laughs> was it kind a joke? Or... I had thought of that. I I don't know. Because that would be a funny joke. Well, there's a video. Just not for real. Video shows it is that... putting baby in refrigerator. Wait, so who filmed it? Was it a nanny cam video, like a teddy bear or something? No, it looked like a like she was holding. Like it was first person. All right, here, let me share my screen too. <clears throat> but yeah, like the baby's crying, so she just decides to, hey. To watch her infant daughter for just shock. Let me throw this kid in the, uh, little refrigerator. This video posted to Snapchat may be difficult to watch. Cool down. Snapchat it. shows the seven-month-old babysitters, one of whom is the baby's cousin. Look how they blurred the baby's the girl face. in a refrigerator, close the door completely, and laugh. Within moments, they <laughs> Just, remove the baby like, unharmed <laughs> due to stupid things. Baby's laying on its back I on the refrigerator. And that wasn't her intentions. I like that they don't I show the face. Like they show the shadow of the woman police talking. police thought it was criminal. Danvers police arrested the and charged the two juveniles the following day. I'm more happy that my child. It happened well. in Danvers, Massachusetts. Okay. I just like these side glances. No, I just like the mom was just like, I'm not that upset. Around. They were just Bobby joking. She says her niece is no longer allowed to babysit or see <laughs> her seven-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> they put her on the shelf and just shut it. Isn't it more disturbing that she has a baby and her fridge is empty? I think it's at a hotel. It was only for like two seconds. I mean, she put it in, closed the door, and then took it right back out. Yeah, but <clears> if you're going to do something like that, why would you ever Snapchat it? Like, that's just, it's a crime. So all your friends can laugh at it. Yeah, but that's exactly what happened. Is one of her friends reported her to the cops. Well, clearly she wasn't a friend. I mean, to be fair, there's no proof of how long the baby was in there. Do you think she was just dumb and she like uploaded it to like our story, so it just like everybody at Snapchat <laughs> could see it? How great would that be? <laughs> or she like hashtags the city, so it like shows up in the city feed. Yeah. Right. She had the time on there. Yeah, <clears throat> on the first one, she didn't have the time on the second one. It would have been awesome if she just like put the temperature on. So she's like, oh, it's a hot day. I need to cool down. <laughs> yeah, like on The Simpsons when they all, it was, before they got an air conditioner, they all open, they pull up like a tent around the refrigerator door. Then on the opposite end of that, I, there was like a story out of the Bronx that this 11-year-old girl went to a sleepover and a 12-year-old that was at the sleepover poured like scalding, just boiling water over her face. Why? Are, were they frenemies or something? Or that's horrifying. I, I can't imagine doing something like that. Where I'd never been so angry with somebody to think, yeah, this is the thing to do. Just throw hot water, boiling water on their face. That's yeah, extremely but like, cruel. Especially because she had to go out of her way to like go boil that water, and then like the parents didn't ask like you random guest, why are you boiling water on our stove? 
Or wait, was it the daughter of the people that lived there? Uh, she was, I think the 11-year-old was a guest. The one that got burned or the one that boiled the water to burn? The one that, yeah, the one that got burned was at a sleepover. So she was a guest. So the one who burned her was the kid that lived at the house. Or another kid at the sleepover. Oh, no, sorry. A 12-year-old girl was hosting the sleepover, uh, and there was an adult home. And she, at 4 a.m., oh, so she the to a 12-year-old girl pouring boiling water on her. Wow, that sucks. Maybe they really didn't pour it on her. Maybe they were playing bobbing for apples. They were just bobbing the... In boiling hot water at 4 a.m.? Yeah, maybe they didn't know. I saw a video of a, of a guy. There was like a cat meowing outside his window, and he like poured boiling hot water on the cat. And then that guy got sent to jail for like a few years. So Years? Yeah. Like severe mm-hmm. animal abuse. Yeah, so what is it when you harm a, uh, like a human? It's worse, right? Or is it yeah, less? but she's yeah, only but 12, she's 12 years old. Yeah. Hopefully she gets put away till she's 18 because that's just insane behavior. She's being charged in, in juvenile courts. In the juvenile court system. Is this thing real? This documentary about the dick drawings? I haven't Un- seen what you're talking about. Have you seen that, Adam? No, I don't know what that is. Netflix is... uh, They're having a documentary. I can't tell if it's real or not. It's about a kid. Like It's it's like making a murderer, but it's following some kid that uh, drew penises everywhere, and they're trying to prove his innocence. It's a documentary? Yeah, like, I guess he went through and, and painted penises all over cars and they accused him of doing it and he's trying to prove his innocence 27 cars is it american vandal um maybe Netflix i don't know what mocks it's, its own true crime docs with a satire about penis drawings <clears throat> yeah i mean that's it there's so only it's a one satire it's not penis. it's not real so it's a documentary from... it is satire yeah that's what it says Oh, I was gonna say they go from murderers and drug lords to penis, penis crazy. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's satire, so they've done they've done it in that style. Um, do you? Uh, should we watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. You no. can watch it if you want. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Hit play. I can't hear it or see it. So. You can see it. I'm turning my screen to you. Go. He's gonna graduate high school. Get my degree in my engineering. Looks fairly serious. I know I didn't do it. It is a shocking scene for Hanover High teachers today. The vandals spray painted. Yeah, this has to be fake. Twenty-seven cars. Those aren't oh even really painted. God. They look photoshopped on. They do look photoshopped. Using about penises. Everyone thinks I did it. Everyone. I do like hearing old women say penises. I like that some of these people look clearly older than high school age. The evidence, it's overwhelming. I spoke to expel Dylan Maxwell for vandalizing the vehicles. Let's do it, Mom. My name is Peter Maldonado, and I believe there are legitimate arguments for Dylan's innocence. Why would Netflix fund this? The ball hairs. They're different. Because it would probably cost them like $10,000. It's going to take way more than just ball It can only benefit them. 
An eight-part original series. Is the stupidest kid I've ever met. He's trying to convince <laughs> you some sort of conspiracy. There just isn't one. Oh my god! Does look pretty funny. Everyone got sequels. The administration has something to hide. This isn't about dicks. This is about the justice system. He didn't stand a chance. Kind of ruins it if it's fake. How did you not think that this was the wrong guy? I mean, there's still someone out there. It's a dick conspiracy. Hashtag who drew the dicks. It was the government. Yeah, like, I, I don't even... If I know it's not real, I don't know that I'm going to... Enjoy that. Did you see, um... I was just curious, like, it can't really last eight episodes? Because I honestly thought it would just be, like, a two-hour thing and it'd be done. If that, you know? But, that... Is it, do they have a bunch of different documentaries or is it no, all based on the dick? It's eight half hour episodes about the dick. No. You can't, you can't do it. It's not going to be, like it's, if it's clearly fake, like you just, Wait, why would you get invested? This is the description. American Vandal is a half hour true crime satire that explores the aftermath of a costly high school prank that left 27 faculty cars vandalized. So you just watched the trailer and you couldn't tell that that was a satire or like a fake thing? I didn't watch the whole thing. Like I just watched a little bit of the beginning. Mm. <clears throat> I was like, I, I just said, I was like, is that, I don't know if that's real or fake. The, uh, well, I mean, the true crime uh, genre is pretty big right now. A lot of the uh, people get swept up in those like serial and making a murder type stuff. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're fairly interesting and I mean, you want to know the... The Who Done It were obsessed with the Who Done It, and you know, mystery. As long as we find out at the end who actually done it, I don't want no open. I hope it's that that dumb kid that uh, is spearheading the investigation, the one who's just like, you know, the face of the the voice of the narrator there that they showed. I hope it's that old woman. <laughs> Michelle says she loves true crime. I, I, if they if it's done well, I really like it. I, I was listening to uh, that podcast, um, Up and Vanished, uh, and it's about a disappear like a, a girl who just disappears uh, some state down south, and it was really good. Okay, I won't say it was really good. It was okay for the first couple episodes, but then like once the guy starts getting traction, uh, he just he's so fucking obnoxious. The guy who hosts the show. Like, he just keeps dragging it out and dragging it out and taking credit for things that he didn't even do. And they made, like, breaks in the case that were nowhere where he was investigating. And, like, he even says multiple times, like, I'm, I'm only doing this because of things like cereal. And, you know, I mean, I guess it's good that he's being honest, but god damn, is he just annoying. He, he just gets sucked in. Like, people are trolling him on Facebook. And then he, like, reports on that. <laughs> so he's always quoting like, "Oh, somebody reached out to me on Facebook." Like, dude. <laughs> I was working on a 48-hour film a couple weeks ago with uh, Jackie Fabian and Jordan Pacheco, and Jordan got all super mad at me. Why? Because Is that uh, you? Yeah. Because they're like passing around like a form where you'd write your name and like what you were doing, so they could put you in the credits. And I wrote. 
like after the other names I wrote, my name was Dick Penis, and I was the fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> and like a couple hours later, <laughs> someone pointed out to him, and he's like, who wrote this? He's like, look around. <laughs> he's like, Adam, was this you? I couldn't stop laughing. He's like, we could get disqualified I like that for this. You. you can't get dis- Why would you get disqualified for that? You can show nudity in 48s. He's like, we fill out. We filled out the. Pa- if you could get disqualified for filling out the paperwork, why do you wrong. care? Even if you get disqualified, these awards mean nothing. Well, you get like a free video rental or something. Uh, yeah, like a that's video the, camera rental. If you win everything, like in the country, you get like you know a blockbuster movie card. <laughs> like, but you paid three hundred bucks plus like all your travel expenses. He's like the the president of women in film is sponsoring us. Oh boy, you'd be upset. <laughs> I didn't Steve say anything. Probably should have wrote cunt lips then, so it would I feel the women. I wanted to say, oh, in that case, I should have wrote cunt pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and so have you seen this, uh, that app, the, what is it called? Ask Sarah Aha or something, or Sarah? Uh, yeah. The, uh, the Write Anonymous Messages app or whatever. Yeah. Dude, the, that app is so fucking stupid. Like, it is. It, it, it really, people, people are afraid to admit how selfish they are. And it's like how self-absorbed you are. No, they wanted all of this attention. Uh, Because I even saw, like, I had a couple friends on Facebook this weekend that just joined. And then they would post every message that they got. Um, And it's frustrating because, yeah, you're you're looking for attention and you don't know the source of it. You don't care where. So you put your link out there and hope that somebody will write something to you, whether it's positive or negative. Right. Yeah, and Dave's right. Dave in the chat uh, is saying it's the new Forum Spring. And I remember when Forum Spring was a thing. Uh, like way that was, what years ago, right? Like, how do you even say it? It's Sarah, ha. Huh? I I don't know, but I remember Forum Spring, and it was funny because I was talking to uh, Rochelle about that the other day, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I remember when I had like that old app that was like this," and she was like, "And I think like the first thing that that somebody asked me was like if I liked anal." <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. So I'm just like, that's such a classic, like, just internet story. It's like, oh, oh, this might be cool. Let me explore this. Like, have somebody ask me an anonymous question. And, like, the first thing that comes out is about anal sex. <laughs> uh, some of the reviews are weird. I adore this app. It's about constructive criticism. Only your peers, people who you allow to send you messages, can and will do so. So uh, I, I saw something that the app forces you to rate it five stars does it because it's rated pretty poorly on the app store and on the apple store yeah well a lot of people were pissed that that it makes you rate it five stars like i thought i read i early on and they might they might have changed it um but i I know it's like oh i'm i'm not gonna download this because it forces you to rate it five stars so people probably go out of their way to rate it one star just because of that people are upset if like you post your profile out there and like let's say we went to school together adam and then you randomly anonymously sent a message about like what a douchebag i am and it ruins my day um people don't like that now (laughs) that's the risk you take yeah when you put it i would see adam really enjoying this to like troll people i would many people leave negative reviews citing this app as a breeding ground for negative comments and bullying now although that's true you knew what you were doing when you posted a link for people to send anonymous messages. I don't condone bullying and think it's pathetic that people would hide behind anon- anon- anonymity just to bring someone down. However, you shouldn't let someone's use malign the app. Technical-wise, the app, yeah, whatever. But I guess if you're going to you put yourself... Out, no. 
if you're gonna put yourself because I don't think anybody would leave me a review for one. Um, two, uh, if you're the first thing that I would I would probably say something terrible about you. Probably, and I know that any message I got was probably Matt. Just whatever dumb thing came to his mind. Does it only show you the comments, or can people like publicly see your comments? To be honest, I don't know. I haven't used it. I saw the. No, I I think I I think people share them. Like you can share your link out, but like um, I mean, you can see the comment, and then on my Facebook feed anyway, people were posting their comments, like the, the the comments that they were getting. Dave, Dave says we sound old talking about this. I don't understand how we sound old talking about this. You need my spot. Apparently, Dave is on it. Is and because we don't support the use of the app because it sounds dumb. Uh, he's like, it, 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 it does the spark of youth. First of all, it's not a spark of youth like the oh the youth of the nation is really in. Touch Dave, with it makes this you app. sound old it's when you say it's Formspring in a new form because people are like, what the right. hell is Formspring? <laughs> And clearly you're on it, so just post your username if you're fishing for comments. Yeah, wh- what what anonymous questions is Dave getting? I see the link on Facebook when people post it, and it looks like there's, like, Arabic writing on it. And it's because it was from, like, Arabia. That makes me suspicious. Could be. Am I supporting terrorism by commenting on Apparently, it? Apparently, um, it, like, <laughs> grew to prominence because Snapchat started allowing you to, like, post links in your snaps and so then people would link to the Saraha um, so that you could also leave them a, an anonymous comment aha uh-huh. I don't know aha Sarah aha Sarah haha I want to know why we sound out of touch talking about this that, I guess that I, don't, I don't quite understand just because I I mean I, I it's just it's selfish like it's a selfish you just want people to me, 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 me. It's pretty much just asking the same mean things because if, if people wanted to say nice things, they'd say it directly yeah, to you. Yeah, but people don't want that. People want, like, the secret crush, you know, or oh, the, the, the person I'm going to find true love through this. Like, my the person I've been pining after is going to reach out to me on this and we're going to have a meet cute. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the meet cute sounds amazing. So. But then you got the four Christmases. Yeah, well, that's what's you gotta watch out for. That, <laughs> yeah, that too. People just if you want that one person to say, "Oh, I think you're so hot." You know what's gonna happen to Joe is Joe's gonna finally find somebody through his meet cute, and he's gonna get into a relationship with him, and then he's gonna go to one of the four Christmases, and then there's gonna be a breast milk situation oh where the God. the person they went to made literally breast milk. one of the scenarios in the movie Four Christmases, and then he's gonna have to kill everybody. What if they made ice cream with the breast milk? No. Um, Joe, what Reese would you do if somebody surprised you with that? Like, if somebody surprised you and said, oh, hey, surprise, the ice cream you're eating is made out of my titty milk. Oh, my God, I don't know. I, I guess it would depend on whose titty milk. Because uh, if it was a relative, I would definitely vomit right away. Um, if it was somebody I didn't know, I would probably still vomit right away. Uh, I don't know. The idea is just gross. Now, what if it was semen? Same thing. Gross. I wouldn't think it was funny. Like you, you would. <laughs> I would just be like, oh. I mean, it'd be kind of funny. Because no, they could get like you could get AIDS through semen for sure. Like it was sort it of a question f- with breast milk, but like you could definitely get it through semen. I would laugh really hard if Dave Dave brought you like brownies, and inside the brownies was semen. And you got AIDS. That would be 
even funnier. Dave laughs after he's like, huh, I just gave you AIDS. Dave would think it was hilarious. <laughs> well, Dave's a bug chaser, though. I don't know what that means. What is a bug chaser? Dave told us about it once. It was about like those guys that that want to get AIDS, so they just sleep around with dudes who say they have AIDS until they get AIDS. Yeah, they have oh. like an AIDS fetish. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks tweeted, um, tweeted at us, at me, I guess, and he wants to, uh, he wants me to explain why I've been. Uh, emotionally unavailable to him and you, Joe. Yeah. Do you feel as though I'm emotionally unavailable to you? Uh, For the most part, yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't go to you for things because you are emotionally unavailable. Um, But I've just accepted that as one of Matt's Wait, you really words. avoid telling me things? Well, sure, because sometimes I, I want to tell you something, but I know, like, you don't always respond to certain things, and that was one of Mike's complaints was that he told you something and you just ignored it. Um, hence, did, you yeah. being emotionally unavailable. Uh, and yes, you've done that to me too. So sometimes I think like, oh, maybe it just wasn't interesting and maybe Matt's not interested in it because um, you didn't respond to it. So, Or sometimes I think I'm just bothering I mean, he, you with he it. He sent me a message while I was at work. Yeah, I know it's also was... you're busy, but like you can respond later. It's just sometimes you don't. Yeah, I forget. I, I, like, I usually get home and I get that long commute home. Takes me an hour and a half. Yeah, but so then sometimes I just think like I don't know, maybe I'm bothering you um, because you don't respond to it, and then I don't tell you about it the next time. I don't know. And then sometimes I just wait for the show because I know we'll we'll talk. What did Matt from or Mike from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks want to tell you that was no, emotional? No, well, he I, I, texted Matt something, and I guess Matt didn't respond to it. Yeah, it didn't. He sent he sent me a message about. Um, like doing an interview, but he was at work, and I wasn't able. To, I didn't respond right away. Was or, he sad about the interview at all? He wanted a shoulder to. Did you not to? respond at all? I didn't. I didn't. I think I'm. I don't know if I ever responded. Let me check. Nope. nope. It still sits there unresponded <laughs> to. Exactly. Hold so on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write back right now. That stinks. Oh, see, the minimum amount of effort. <laughs> Tell him to count his happies. Yeah. I should count your happies. <clears throat> it, so, um, you know, Mike actually started calling me out in a chat room. It's me, Mike, and Joe. And uh, he started calling me out. And Joe said, oh, yeah, one time, like, I tried to open up to Matt. And, like, he just told me, he told me to turn my, my car into a, a ditch or a kill yourself or something like you've, that. I mean, to be fair, you've told me that before. Um, I have. I have. <laughs> you told me, like, I hope you get in a crash on the way home. Uh, right. <laughs> I hope you drive your car to a ditch, that kind of stuff. So um, it made me go back. Like, I had to go find this. And this, what, this conversation took place when we canceled the show the first time. The first time that we went off the air. Yeah, and I was uh, a little sad uh, by it. Um, you were an emotional boy. Yeah, I was and emotional. And I actually forgot that this happened. Like, I forgot that... Uh, I, I forgot that this whole exchange happened because it, it actually did make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I thought I was just being nice because I, I told Matt that I valued his friendship 
and then uh, he threw it in my face. <laughs> oh, now if you just said like you value, hey Matt, I value our friendship. That would be fine. So we, we did that last show. Like you know, we we came on and we played some old bits. We played all, all of our stuff. We talked about a bunch. We, you know, we recapped. Uh, Dave blamed the audience and me for why the show was shitty. Um, you know, and then you know we ended the show. We parted ways. I went home. I said about twelve forty. Yeah. A.M. Because it's it was probably like right after Adam and Dave had left. Um, and then I said, Adam and Dave left, and I I had driven home, and I got this message from Joe, and it says, "Just wanted to tell you thanks. If this is really our last show, glad I got you out of it." Yeah, and then he said like something like, "What do you mean?" So I responded with, "Got me out of it," with a question mark, and then he responds, "Yeah, as my BFF, thanks for being a friend, dude." Yeah, and, and apparently, I responded, "We won't stop being friends, man." I was just saying, said, "I know." Thanks for being a friend, and you were like, "Why are you being so weird?" Yeah, and I said, and he says, "I know." Just think, you were the best gain I got from the show. I'm trying to be sentimental, and you're ruining it. Yeah, I thought I sent something nice to you as my BFF, <laughs> and you were just like, "Why are you being a weird person?" And then you tried to Adam, shame me if, when if you somebody, said that to Ma- uh, to Mike earlier. If sends you a message that says like something along the lines of like I I'm glad I got you out of it. Yeah, like I don't know. I said I don't tell people that that often, and I'm sorry if I worded it wrong, but I clarified it. Wouldn't that be kind of weird? Like, wouldn't you feel a little weird? I mean, that's very sweet, but it is weird. All right, come on. Thank you. I clarified I'm it. I'm glad I'm I not said, like, I the one that I wrote, thank you for being a weird. friend. I literally wrote, thank you for being a friend. And you just, you threw it in my face. When he, when I, he I first said it. I wasn't meaning to throw it in your face. It was just weird that you were like, you know, I'm glad I got you out. I'm sorry I worded yeah. it wrong, okay? Well, when Jesus. he first said it, it sounded like like you got him out of a dangerous situation or something. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, when he first said that. And, and I read it. I, that's how I read it. Like, oh, I'm glad I got you out of the show. I was like, what does that mean? I just wanted to be and a then, golden girl. Right, Dave? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I was say, I thought I was being nice because I don't really tell people that often. I know it's a fault of mine that it's hard for me to express how I feel about people. Like, it really Joe, is. Joe's it's like, like I, pulling I, teeth. I, and when I finally told Matt, like, oh, thanks for being a good friend... He just made fun of it and rubbed my nose in. But if you, again, if you had just said, hey, Matt, thanks for being a good friend all these years, I'd be like, yeah, man, thanks to you, too. Cool. But I literally but, said that. The, like, the next no, line. No, you said, I got you. Like, it was I didn't a say I got comedy. You. I didn't say and I got you. You said I got you. Uh, and then you responded with you an emoji. Your, res- you, your exact words were, just wanted to tell you thanks. If this really is our last show, glad I got you out of it. All right. Relax. Jesus. Glad I, I got you. I don't know. This is kind of proving that you are emotionally unavailable, man. I guess. I mean, I... He I, responded I, after I just, that with an emoji. You should, could have just shared a tender moment. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I, I did feel like Joe was going to kill himself, though. Like, yeah. I thought... He's like, oh, I'm glad I got you out of this. And then, you know, he had the shotgun. 
waiting by his bedside. No, it was like at the end of the season when you have the flashback of all the great times you've had. Yeah, like, you know, you would have a cast party and everyone would, you know, drink and celebrate together and hug goodbye because, like, there's no more episodes coming after. Like, we didn't, you know, we didn't do that. We just decided on a whim that episode that that was going to be our last episode and then Dave believed in the audience. Like, literally, that was (laughs) what happened. I just, it did, like, listen, if it was... I appreciate Joe. I love you. You know that. You know I love you. I know, but like I don't know. Like I said, it's hard for me. I don't hug people. Yeah, I know. And I said to you, it's hard for me because it's like pulling teeth. I I really don't express myself that well. Um, Yeah. So that's how much it's worth. Uh, And then you threw it in my face. Like it was really hard for me to to say that to you. And then all of a sudden you're just like, "What are you doing, you weirdo?" Was that like a traumatizing situation for well, that's, you? Like that's you, why I remembered it. That's out. why that's why I pulled it out when Mike was like, "Is Matt emotionally unavailable?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember the situation when I tried to be emotionally available to Matt, and he threw it in my face." Hmm. So that's why I remembered it when Matt and when Adam, Mike asked me. Have you ever like me. filmed one of your movies in Massachusetts, and then afterward, when it was all over, like sent a message to? One of the other guys is on set and be like, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm sad this is over, but I'm glad I got yeah, but you It's out. not like it was just a random person I met on the show. Like, we've been hanging out for, like, the yeah, last I, four I years. Like, you know, Adam builds a relationship with the people on set. He sees them every day. They share snacks. For, like, a week or a month. Like, we've been doing the show for, at that time, up four years. <laughs> Um, and we've been hanging out a lot. Like I saw you multiple times a week. Like yeah, but it's not like we were gonna stop hanging out. Like I. That's sure not what my intention was. The intention. That's not what my intention was. I, I was never gonna see you again. It was more just I wanted to express that I'm glad that if the only takeaway from the show that I got was that you were my friend, then that I'm glad that that was the thing. Do you think if we didn't do the show, we wouldn't be friends? I don't know. That's really that's probably true. Was really how we met. Was sort of around the show. Well, it's time. not just how we met. Like that's how we continued to hang out. Yeah, I bet if you didn't, we didn't do the show. Like you and Joe probably wouldn't hang out as often. Yeah. So I'm glad. Oh, if that's... we would. We wouldn't have. We we would not have hung out at all. Yeah, because I met Matt through trivia, um, and then he just like that was sort of around right when the show started. Do you think that I kind of ruined you being more emotional toward like ever again? Did I like did I, I kind of break? I you don't a think bit? so. I've been trying to work on it a little bit more and telling people, uh, you know, I care about that. I care about them. So I'm Do trying not to let it spoil. You also tell them that I'm glad I got you. No, now I say like thank you for being a friend, and I. Oh, so you so you did you do admit that it was a little creepy the way you? Told I didn't. Me. No, I'm not admitting that it was creepy. I admit that uh, I'm sorry. I phrased it that you thought it was creepy, but I was just trying to express, which I had not done really that often before, uh, that I'm glad that you were my my good friend, that you were my BFF. Did you really like have a? Were you like struggling? Oh, should I send this, or did you just yeah. fire it off? I was struggling to send it, and then when Matt was just like, "What?" <laughs> then I clarified it. It's like when you send that message but to the I girl, like, like in high school, where you're like, "Oh man, this is you craft the perfect text, right? Like this is really gonna catch her attention, and you know, uh, it's it's gonna get her to to respond back, and she's gonna think I'm really cool." And you you've written it and you rewrote it, and then you send I didn't it, re- and then like I didn't four hours it. later, she writes back, "K." I didn't. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't. 
agonize over what I was going to I wrote it, and then I spent like five or ten seconds saying, should I send it? Then I just sent it because um, this might have been before it. Uh, I'm not sure, but it reminds me of that scene in um, Master of None where like Aziz Ansari like, asked his friend to text his other friend on his phone, and his friend texts him, like, texts the, uh, Aziz Ansari's friend, like, you know, thank you for being a good friend. He's like, don't send that, don't send that. And then he gets the response back. It's like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciated that. Like, that's what I was expecting. Like, you would just say, like, thanks. That was nice to hear, you know? But then instead, I got uh, whatever you sent, like an emoji eventually. <laughs> so. you, you, got, uh, you got me saying, get me out of it, question mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and eventually then when I clarified we, it, a winking emoji. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And now by getting this out there, you're hurting the feelings of everyone you haven't yeah, appreciated. Yeah. Okay. So this was obviously a sticking point because after I sent that to Matt and he made me feel weird about it, I didn't do it for anybody else. And now people in the chat are just like, oh, I've never received one of these messages. You would have never sent one of those messages to Michelle. Well, yeah, because Let's we be don't right. hang. Oh, yeah, Michelle, because we well, don't hang don't out. Try to cover this up, like we don't oh, hang well, out as Matt's much. That's the reason why I haven't sent Michelle an anchor. Well, no, 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 no. These messages. I would not because Michelle, um, because we don't hang out all that often. I see you like once or twice a year in person. Um, how many I times? Would, how, why haven't you sent one to anchor? Because I, we're not friends on Facebook or anything. Uh, but that's you could friend request me, and I'll quick accept. Uh, what about Uncle Hall? He's never gotten one. Uh, because he stole stuff from me and. I'm still holding a grudge. Also, I don't have him on Facebook. So if you had him on Facebook, maybe yeah, you'd... Then maybe I would send it to you. I don't know. Matt, you've but ruined I, Joe. Like, literally, I've thought about sending it to other people like Dave and, and Adam, and I haven't, um, because yeah, you made me you, seem okay, weird. We've also done the show just as... Yeah, because you made Dave, it seem weird after send, that. Did you send them a message that said, hey, if this is the last show, man, like I, I am glad I got you? No, because you made it seem weird after that, and then I didn't. And for the longest but, time, I didn't say that to anybody else. But why was I like, why didn't you send it to Dave first? Or, or oh, I don't know, Adam. because they were still here, and then you weren't, so I sent it to you first, and then you made me feel weird, and then I didn't think about it anymore. So you were planning on sending one to Dave and Adam? I've, I thought about writing a nice message to Dave like on his birthday a couple times, and I haven't. <laughs> But Dave, uh, his birthday wasn't like, when we canceled you, the show. Uh, no. But now I, yeah, you're making it weird, and I feel like I shouldn't. I'm not trying to make you feel weird. Like again, you looking did, back on it, because now I, I felt like it's weird to tell somebody that it, uh, you know, you've you've been a good friend to me, and I appreciate your friendship. It is not weird to tell somebody that I'm happy that we're friends, and we we have a long. I'm glad that we've had a long, great relationship or a friendship. It is weird to tell somebody, I'm glad I got you out of it. Okay, well, I'm sorry. It sounded better in my head, and maybe it didn't come across that way. Uh, Anchor did send me a friend request, and I've confirmed it. So, now send uh, him a nice no. message. I will send him a, a nice message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it on my computer. You really got me. You really got me. I just, I didn't, and I get where Mike is coming from because (laughs) Matt has ruined this because literally like Mike's just looking for a little bit of emotional support. And I was looking for a little bit of emotional support when I opened myself up a little bit, which was really hard for me to do. And I got like kicked in the nuts for it. (laughs) Uh, Dave's wondering why you're not adding him to the call. Oh, is he home? Yeah, he says, why is Joe not adding me? Oh, I didn't know he was home. Usually he sends me a message. I'm not reading the chat. I'm sorry. I, listen, I, it is really hard for me to, you know. Yeah, but like uh, you, when you saw that I overcame my own 
uh, issues to send you a message, you could have just responded like, thank you, that was really nice to hear. I also appreciate our friendship. But instead, yeah. uh, you kicked me in You the overcame yours, and yeah. he can't overcome his emotional hang-ups. Yeah, so you're a better person than I am. <laughs> well, at least you admit it. I mean, I guess if you look at it that way. Can we not get Dave in here? I, I clicked add. It says he's in here, although I don't see him. Do you not? Does it say? Oh, there it oh. goes. Just took a second. Um, so I get where Mike's coming from because he just wants, you know, he wants a little attention from you, and you don't. Well, I, I try my best. I, I do the best that I can. I listen. I, I, just, I know um, you're a busy guy. On top of your busy work schedule, you you've got a family at home, so I can't. I know, don't I, always expect yeah, stuff I, from I, you. I got a but, wife to worry about. Let alone my own insecurities and bullshit that I have to deal with. I know. Like you don't have time outside. Day. Outside your family and your work, you, Joe. I know, Two but things, like I thought, way. you could just text. You know, like thanks, I appreciate that, or thank you Joe, for being a friend. You yeah? said that you said that you were waiting for me to send you a message. I already did send you a message, but also you were reading the chat when you said you weren't reading the chat because okay, you I'm literally sorry, responded. I didn't to something see that a message that said um, liar. I didn't see a message that said Joe, I'm home. It sent me a Facebook. Yeah, message. It also is hard to. It is, it is really hard. Because I just glanced over at the chat. Joe is being serious because he does lie a lot. No, I'm. I just glanced over at the chat, uh, and I don't always see. It, like it moves so fast, I don't always see everything. Um, so I'm sorry I missed it. I, I did. Just think you're not being a good friend. Listen, I. Dave, would, are you kind of upset that Joe didn't send you one of these? This is because no. of Matt. Messages? This is no, because of Matt, really and I also know did. that Dave wouldn't appreciate it. it. But that's I, kind of a weird message, right? No, not only is the, like the the specific message kind of strange but it would be weird to send one specifically to me because he i've known joe significantly longer than just the show so it'd be weird to be like hey by the way high school like hey i still worked there i mean i yeah i I was still there i I worked with dave a long time at high school studio really i'm really glad i got you out of it see if he did that then i would understand it it's still weird but because the way that it sounded to me when you just conveyed that message, it sounded like he was saying that that was it. That there is no more moving forward. That's just the end well, of no, whatever. No, it doesn't yeah, sound that way. I don't that think is it how does. It like if, if he I'm said, glad I got you out of Dave, it and as a friend. Like, Dave. Out of the show. You're saying you like you, you, that was really the limit of the friendship. Day at the Bedway Cable Studio. Glad I got you out of it. Glad I got you as a friend out of it. I mean, I thought that was implied. I just thought it, it sounded better in my head, obviously. And then I clarified oh, it. Fine. Fine. It did may have sounded better. But I'm just saying, like, that message does sound like you were saying, like, that then the friendship is no more now. It was just we were friends during this. And then it's. Well, that wasn't my we, intention. We've had a good run. I'm I glad thought. I, I'm right. Glad we spent so much time. I think that was my intention. I, I thought it was that. more like I'm glad that you became my friend. If the show like if that was the only result of the show was that you were my friend. I'm glad that that was what happened. That's more what I was trying to say. Joe, I'm also glad that we're friends. OK. And I'm just saying I understand Mike's feelings because. Sometimes you try to open up to Matt, and this is what happens. Was that hard for you to say just now, Matt? No, no. It's it. it again, if he would have said, "This is what happens," man, I tried to tell Matt something, and then I get all of this the shit. If, and this if, is why I avoid it. If he had it. said to me, "Listen, we've been doing the show for so long, and I'm really glad that we're friends," or or something along those lines, then I would have been like, "Yeah, you know what? I I am too, buddy." I don't. Know. I was trying to be. Uh, I don't know, a little bit more poetic, and it sounded better in my head. Clearly, I clarified it, 
and you, uh, I don't know. I sent uh, I sent Mike a response, and I said that stinks. Um, and then he was just responded in all caps. Why are you replying now? <laughs> so I get where Mike is coming from because this is why I don't tell you some stuff because you're just like, uh, I don't know. You just you throw it in my face. And I, I, know, have to, I, I have to well, deal I mean, with this. Yes, obviously this is something happens, I told you. I mean, like, that's fun. This is I told you this yeah, last listen, year, and now like, we're hashing it out. emotions make me feel uncomfortable. Like when somebody yes. ever comes to me and they're like, "Oh, hey, you know, okay." It, but yeah, it, it I just, get it that. Makes me I feel get really that odd. from other people. But I mean, you're my best friend here, and if I try to tell you something and you're just like uncomfortable by it, I mean, what the hell? it would be if my own sister came to me and started unloading like a bunch of emotional baggage onto me I would be like oh man wow that yeah. really sucks but what what happens when you want to unload emotional baggage on somebody are they supposed to be like oh man that sucks no I, I don't expect I, you can react the same way like you can be uncomfortable that I'm telling you and to be fair that's what most people want when you do unload emotional yes, baggage on you somebody. They just say, want like, their oh, confirmation man, that, that whatever they're going through sucks. But like, I feel like sometimes I can't tell Matt that because he either just won't respond and then I feel again, like oh, that was a situation, waste. I did think that you were saying like, it, it felt like you were saying, oh, we're never going to be friends again. Yes, That's but why when I, I clarified I it said, three like, seconds later, but when I clarified it three seconds later and you still made it weird. He sent a winky face. No, I, the winky face is acknowledging that you said okay. something. Whatever. Is that really that bad? See, I don't this know. Is, this I is, feel like this it is, is why way out of proportion. <laughs> this is why oh, when Mike God. was like, what else "Is Matt unavailable, there? emotionally unavailable?" And I was just like, "Yeah, this is why." This is a I prime just don't example. Think that this is a great example of it. I'd say he's emotional un- or emotionally unavailable because he doesn't ask about those emotions ever. Not because of when you say that you want to or you're happy that he's friends, he sends a winky face back. And to be fair, uh, Joe, I do ask uh, you from time to time. I'm like, you know, how's everything going and you know, your work. Yeah, but like, like sometimes I, I, I try to tell you stuff. Cut you off. Yeah, but like sometimes I try to tell you stuff, and then you change the subject immediately. I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't interesting, or maybe uh, I don't know. You weren't paying attention to it. I don't know if you know that you do that, but that's what happens a lot. No, I, I I do. Sometimes you do say things, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, and then you change the subject immediately. Like, All right, well, I can't tell him that. Like sometimes when you when you tell me. You're kind of talking to like the two most unemotionally available yeah. people in the world, and Matt and Dave. That's true. Listen, I, I am really emotionally available for my family. That's that's about it. That's where it ends. I think Dave might be more unavailable than Matt is. I don't know about that, but maybe I don't know. Have you ever shared I'm a moment with Joe? Well, he just said, with like, Joe, if no. I had sent him that message, he he would have thought that, that was. Um, uncomfortable and dumb uh and i've known dave longer so like dave would would uh you know he would have been i wouldn't have thought it was uncomfortable or dumber i well i thought it would have thought it was strange and unnecessary (laughs) not uncomfortable or dumb sometimes you just want to hear it from your friends you know like which is fine that's fine however the only reason i would have thought it was weird is because we just don't have like our friendship isn't like a cry on your shoulder friendship it's not that type of thing and it never has been so it would have been like oh what that's weird it's like the stern dad who never tells his kid he loves him, but you know he does. Well, I feel like I don't have a cry-on-your-shoulder friendship with anyone, and then when like, like I try on Matt for all of a second, and he throws it in my face, like, don't do this to me. See, that's why you should hang out with me. I never tell you don't do this to me. 
Uh, yeah, because sometimes I've tried to open up to you, and you said you would say something like, "That's creepy. Don't tell me that," or you would change the subject. I've never told you. I've never told you not to tell me anything because I've always used your stories for show fodder. Yes. Well. <laughs> Like, whenever you tell me anything, and I'm like, oh, my God, the world needs to know about this. But I have... Hold well, on, that's also Joe. why I, I can't have tell been, you things. I have been trying to uh, be better in the sense that I kind of ask you before I say anything. Or, like, I kind of wait for your permission before I reveal... Like, I used to just be like, wow, he told me this. Well, I can't wait till the show. didn't ask for my permission to reveal what I said to you that night, so you just flew that out of the window on the show no because you already let me reveal it to mike so it was fine i didn't even think it was that big a deal you made it seem like it was a terrible thing that it was creepy that whole thing that exchange was kind of okay see and mike said that it wasn't he said it was something nice and you you made it worse listen mike uh if you said that to mike mike would be creeped out he would not be creeped out. I was trying to be yes. nice, and I even clarified how nice it was. I get and that you were trying to be nice, and right. looking back on it, it's fine. It is a nice thing, and I do appreciate it. The execution was creepy at the time. It wasn't creepy. That's all I'm saying. All right, whatever. But I still love you. I, I, I love you like a, whatever you are. All right, whatever. <laughs> whatever you are. <laughs> That's great. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. That, okay, uh, whatever. So, yes, I'm on Mike's side on this. Matt is emotionally unavailable. I just <sighs> he will not, don't agree. He will not. Um, you simply don't agree. Is Matt emotionally available for you? I'm sure that if I went to him earnestly and needed advice on something, then he would provide it. Yeah, so, like, not when I earnestly told him that he was my friend, he uh, threw it in my That's face. That's not how it was, though, It's Joe. exactly how it was. And even then, it's not like you were looking for a response that, like, needed support. It's not like he didn't say, no, we're not. Like, he acknowledges it, just not in the exact way that you were hoping for. That's not being emotionally unavailable. Well, whatever. I just wanted him to say, thanks for being a friend, too, and he didn't. And Okay, but then you can't tell somebody something and require if you said, a response. If you said, Matt, thanks for being a friend, I would have been like, yeah, thanks for, yeah, yeah, same thing. But you said, I'm okay. glad well, I'm I sorry you. I tried to be nice and poetic about it and then you were upset by it. Again, don't apologize. I'm just telling you how it kind of came off okay. to me that night. You shouldn't be okay. upset and shouldn't be defensive. I'm not. I'm explaining to you my interpretation of it. Listen, this was a year ago. I'm over it. I'm just saying, like, Oh, you weren't over it because obviously you were harvesting it. I wasn't. No, I remembered the issue when Mike brought it up. Mike said that I was emotionally unavailable, Joe. You threw this situation Yeah, because this one I remember. Don't say that you were over Uh, it. But I am over it because I had already dealt with it. You fired this right out there in the nether. No, I... I don't know. I remember this situation when he asked. It's like, is Matt emotionally unavailable? And I was like, So then you weren't over it. Yeah, well, I'm over it, but I remember the situation. I can remember. I can state that this happened. And then you tried to shame me by saying, like, I don't know if Joe wants me to tell you what he said. I'm like, go for it. And then you're like, that means he doesn't want to do it. Go for it. I honestly didn't care. I thought it was nice. And then you were trying to say that it was bad. It was awkward. But if it, it again, it's just that was my interpretation. Right. I can't well, control whatever. my interpretation. Of course. Maybe you and Mike can be there for each other. Maybe. 
Maybe we yeah, should cut what? Matt out of the yeah, equation just, here because just, he's clearly he's clearly not into it. Just to spite Matt, that'll yeah. show him. I don't think Matt would care. He, well, he is the jealous type. I do get jealous. <laughs> I do get a little jelly from time to time. Dave, how's it going, buddy? How's your uh, how's your week been? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> that long pause. I was, I, had right. to, I was trying to remember what I did this week. I don't think I've done anything yet. Have I? Joe, Joe wants to tell us about people taking animal meds. What? I did read an article, and I, to be fair, I didn't, I didn't research like this. Like recreationally, or no, no, no. <laughs> this is the weirdest fucking story. I don't know if it's true. And, it's it was on BuzzFeed. Um, I didn't really research it, but it it was a weird story. Uh, hang on, let me bring up the link. I got. I, hold on. I just. You you said Can I you reshare your desktop by the way because it's not loading properly for me. Yeah, hang on. It, it, uh, Joe says to me, he says that people. Why did you say that like a New Jersey story? <laughs> so Joe says to me, he says. Uh, <laughs> he he says to me, he says that people are taking animal medication. So it's like, which this is what kind of caught me off guard and a little it confused me. He said Americans are uh they're taking they're self-medicating with drugs for animals instead of going to the doctor which i think is kind of absurd because uh, medications like antibiotics for people that you would also give to a dog okay or, or a cat or whatever is generally more expensive for the pet it's actually cheaper if you go get you know penicillin for people than it is to get penicillin for a dog uh, they, the veterinarians usually jack up well, the price. Well, I mean, the guy says in this article which ones he's getting. Like, he said he got fish antibiotics, and it was $15. Whereas so if this he... is fucking crazy. This motherfucker, Here, Chris the, 27, the article in the says thing. that they he... This is his quote. They help my bones heal up real good, says Chris, a 27-year-old man with disabilities who lives in Mississippi and recently began self-medicating with fish antibiotics he buys at a local store to treat his heel pain. His pain in his heel, so he's buying fish antibiotics? Clearly the doctor uh, prescribes some sort of antibiotics. Like, maybe he has, like, an infection. Um, but in the article, it says that it costs him almost $150. It doesn't say heel infection, though. It doesn't say, like, he has an infection in his heel. It's a, like, it's got joint they pain. They help my bones heal up real good. I was going to say, antibiotics don't do anything for pain. Yeah, but yeah. like it could have just been well, like. Well, I mean, if he has an infection, it or could something. be an infection. Yeah. Um, so I, from that, I took that it says that it costs him almost one hundred fifty dollars in medication from that his doctor prescribes. So I assume that was mostly antibiotics. And I know my own doctor has prescribed me antibiotics, and it cost me like ninety bucks for the for the prescription. Um, so I know it gets up there. Uh, but he says he took fish antibiotics, and they were fifteen dollars. This idiot says the only thing I don't like about them is that they're a lot smaller dosage, so I have to add them up to see how much I should use. So he's getting fucking doses for a betta fish. Yeah, because <laughs> a like, big how many, fish is how many like betta fish an are inch long? in a hundred? Uh, well, I say hundred. This guy's got to be three hundred pounds. Chris, well, you also got to. Then it's not actually cheaper, is it? It probably has wouldn't to be three hundred pounds. There's no. I like this. Is Chris asked that his last name not be used for this story? Well, he's buying. And the it. fact that his quote starts off with "They help my bones heal up real good." <laughs> yeah, that's 
Um, he sounds clever. Well, he's buying it from a nearby veterinary drug company, so it's not like maybe he's getting a discount because he has to buy this so in bulk. What if fish it's for did he bring in there? Fish. I'm the, actually just surprised. Is, yeah, and, and if he's buying them for fish, I assume that he has to buy like a vat of it for it yeah. to be enough for him. I'm actually no, surprised. You, you that don't they... understand. I've got a I got a 400 pound tuna at home, and uh, it's uh, its fins are really sore. I'm surprised they so, even prescribe antibiotic for a beta fish. Aren't they just like, just let the fish die and go buy a new one? <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. okay, so fish fish will get a disease called ick that you, you put something in the water to treat ick. Like, I can't imagine ever giving a fish an antibiotic. And I know people get crazy, and maybe I don't know. Like, people get really deep when they have, like, pet piranha or uh, if they have those um, uh, Oscars. They, they get really insane uh, about how they care for them and how they get their tanks off the ground. But, like, yeah, like, you, your fish gets ick, and you, you put something in the water, and then it's gone. Everything's fine. Yeah, I just I can't imagine he's treating his heel for ick. I don't know. He's from Mississippi and probably weighs 200 pounds, like you said. But There's he's saying no it's, way. it's part of the culture down there and that everyone kind of, you know, does it. And uh, Guys, I can't afford it. I can't afford to take care of my... He's probably a gout. He said it's one of those things where you take a risk and it hope it works out. You're right, and it's probably gout. That's not one of the... I don't take random medications. It's like, that's... Well, that is an epidemic right out. now is that people are taking medications not prescribed to them. Can you really go to a vet, though, and just be like, hey, my fish is sick, and get antibiotics for your fish? I think they're just, like, buying them in bulk from the manufacturer. Do you even need a prescription to buy animal drugs? Right, but what's the what's the bulk, though? Cause here it depends. Because here I'm thinking, because he said it was $150 from his doctor, and I assume that's, like, one normal, like, little drug thing, you know? But then if it's for a fish, right, it says, then he has to up the dosage of whatever's set for the fish, right? He'd obviously need a larger container of whatever it is. Right. So there's a line further down I'd in the assume, article. Another company that right. sells fish antibiotics in bulk has packs ranging from 160 to 770. But that's the thing. That would right, be but then he'd have to multiply that by so much that wouldn't it end up being an approximate, like, similar cost? At the end like of if your if your dog has to be put on on whatever antibiotic that you could also get for people, like you have to get a, a prescription. You have the vet has to write a prescription for that dog. They they can't. I can go on Amazon right now and just buy fish antibiotics in a bucket. It's twelve dollars. Are you sure those are actual antibiotics and not just yeah, random trash? Sun Grow antibiotic <laughs> uh, antibacterial fish remedy. Happy and healthy that's or fish in just three that's days. That's not an antibiotic. Antibacterial. It's an antibiotic, yes. No. Are you seeing my screen? You can see these. No, I'm just telling. Does it say anti? Yes, it says antibacterial. No, bacterial. Antibacterial is different than antibiotic. It's not. That means the same yes. active agent is inside the thing. Right, but no, no, no. the active agent is what matters. I mean, it, it could just say... Yeah. Like, it could be Clorox. It's antibacterial. Right. Like, I so. could go buy antibacterial cream at the store and be fine. Let's see, these lifeguard tablets. Yeah, what's actually in it? Well, he could have had mouth rot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll treat ick. 
The comment heal. section it seems to agree. Brittany Matthews Harton says she worked at a pet supply store and almost all the employees had taken antibiotics themselves. They'd go to the clinic, see what the doctor would prescribe, and then buy the medicine from work. Okay, I but mean, like all I'm saying is like, so say I, like, there are fish Tic Tacs and human Tic Tacs. So the human Tic Tac comes in a little container, but to get that same right. exact amount that's made for like fish sizes, you need to buy so much more. So wouldn't it end up being the same ish cost at the end of the day? I mean, the like the, when I was a kid, oh, and I, a kid, I, when I was a teenager, there was a girl in my hometown that. Uh, it was a whole scandal. Like she gave birth to a kid, and it had ick. Yeah, it had ick. She gave birth to a kid, and she was house sitting, and uh, she um, called the police and said that somebody dumped the kid off on the front porch. Uh, like somebody abandoned the kid while she was house sitting there. But she really had the kid in the house, and the horse farm that she was working at, she took a lot of the medical supplies there so that she could have the kid. She she took, uh, like, iodine and gauze. forceps. Horse forceps, yeah. Um, you know, but she did, I think, um, yeah, I, I think, she, but that, that was all prescribed from a vet. Like, a vet came out and prescribed those antibiotics and stuff that she, I think, ended up on or ended up taking or pain pills. Yeah, but I imagine for fish, the dosage, uh, the dosage is so small that it. Yeah, I can't imagine using that it wouldn't whatever matter. this guy is using on fish. And it, I like that a lot of the comments in this article are just people who have no idea how this is manufactured, but they're just like antibiotics or antibiotics. Like they just label one for human and one for fish. Well, that's not right. Yeah, but like <laughs> this is exactly the problem is that people don't understand and they don't know. Uh, they're like, oh, you shouldn't need a prescription for antibiotics because um, where did I just read that? Uh, it's just all the stupid stuff. Like you're not a doctor and even doctors are saying you shouldn't do this because you don't know the prescription for one and you're going to lead to bacterial resistance for two. Like that's going to just ruin antibiotics in general for the world. Joe, those greedy doctors just want their huge yeah. salaries and taking they, money from the hard working like man. And they don't trust the FDA it. because it's a uh, government agency. A weird accent. Josh Moon, who works at subprime dealer services says, why is my cats in hell worth $300? I'm clearly doing something wrong. They are the exact same I mean, there ones. is something incredibly wrong with our, our medical... But that's like a different argument. Um, like, listen to this logic. Yeah, just, they are the exact same thing as the ones that are labeled for human consumption, mainly because the company that produced it, Thomas Labs, is the same. So, <laughs> that's um, their logic. Is because it's the same company, it's the same antibiotic. That's not right. So that Hitachi TV is the same as your vibrator? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing because it's made by the same company. Company. <laughs> what? Later in the article, there's somebody that's taken a sheep antibiotic to treat themselves in the past. Well, that's just because they were fucking sheep. If you're and sick and you feel like disease. you have strep throat or something, you want them right away. You don't have to wait. She and her husband have also taken teramycin, a sheep antibiotic, to treat themselves in the past. To do so, they cut up large caplets into jagged chunks and make estimates on how much they should take. It's so much of a pill oh. per pound of sheep, so we just pretend we are sheep and weigh ourselves accordingly. 
I don't know that is teramycin really. I don't think it's specific to sheep. I think it is an antibiotic that. It is an antibiotic, um, and yes, um, but there are specific sheep dosage dosages. Oh no, I'm sure there's a there's a dose for how much that sheep weighs. But that's this is like the same argument. Exactly what this is the same argument they don't that make they're it saying for sheep than they make it for us. It's but, teramycin. You can't call teramycin. Uh, a different but name, see, like now you you're teramycin if it's a different formula for sheep. You're making the same argument as the people with the fish antibiotics. They're like, it's an antibiotic uh, for fish, and it's cheaper. Like, they don't make different antibiotics for different species because antibiotics by its name just kills, uh, uh, you know, bacteria. Yeah, but they prescribe you different antibiotics depending on what you uh, have, um, you know, to take care of different. In fact, yeah, the way that it seemed like you were reading this is that they just think antibiotic is all of it. Right. And there is no. Like, whatever that guy's involved. using for fish isn't teramycin. For his heel pain. His heel pain. That's stupid. He's probably gout. Whoever said that was right. It was probably gout. He just doesn't want to say I have gout because he's been eating, like, too much fish. Thinker says, I know people who use uh, the tail and mane or it's mane and tail horse shampoo on their hair they do sell that in like Rite aids for people like yeah well they made I a use bit, it on horses they made a joke about it in um that will ferrell movie where he's an ice skater because that's what he uses was well, there anything in horse shampoo that you shouldn't use in people shampoo no they say it's fine for I'm, people i'm sure it's pretty much the same thing i mean horse have more glorious hair is somebody's phone do. right by their thing by the way it's matt it's been happening all night what? Your phone is right next to your microphone. You've been getting interference. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I've been hearing it. It's definitely time. not. I heard it because you were. It was happening while you took a phone call before the show. Yeah, I took a phone call, but I, the phone isn't near me now. I put the phone on my laptop when I took that phone call earlier. Uh, Dave, uh, do you think? Uh, you think there's going to be a nuclear? war with North Korea? Um, no. Alright. Uh, well, I mean, that was a good response. Back to you, Matt. <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's going to be... It wouldn't be a nuclear war. Do you think there will really be a bomb. war with North Korea, North Korea? Like, on the ground? Like Vietnam? Again, I don't think there would be a war. I mean... The problem is, and like, it wouldn't be with us anyway. Uh, if we instigate anything, then it just causes way too much, uh, too many problems. Plus, there are other countries directly involved that would intervene first. I mean, South Korea and China would definitely intervene first. Japan as well, because they're all directly there. They'd all also want to make uh, land grabs as quickly as they could, and they also want to avoid the refugee crisis that would happen inevitably when anything does happen with North Korea. So, so if we were to, like, nuke Pyongyang or something, they would, what, just try to grab every piece of land outside of why Pyongyang? Why would we nuke Pyongyang? We don't need it's to their nuke capital. their country at all. I actually agree with Dave. We wouldn't need to nuke them. Just, like, a precision strike would take out all their infrastructure. Yeah, because they have none. We don't need to kill hundreds of thousands of people who are... But, but like, all those tweets from, like, Trump that's, like, he's going to rain down fire like the world has never seen or something. Again, that has nothing to do with nukes, necessarily. Yeah, but... But regardless, it would be, like, we 
wouldn't be doing anything unless it's retaliatory. Like if 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 he if uh, they do try to fire a missile at Guam, for one, Japan would take care of it initially because it would go first. But then we might do something then, but it would still there would be a coalition involved. It wouldn't just be like us going in and doing anything. We can't. We we you need to have an act of Congress to do anything preemptive, and that's not going to happen. So we're not going to war. No. At the first sign of any aggression from North Korea, like they'd lose their support from China and they'd just be wiped out. Right. Because China is the first to lose if anything happens to North Korea because that refugee crisis is going to be almost 100% on them and they don't want to deal with it. That's why they've been supporting North Korea. Are you saying like all the North Korean citizens would go to China? Yeah, basically. That's exactly what he said. They, they no. They, where else would they go? They'd all end up uh, flooding into China, and they don't want to deal with it. That's why they've been supporting North Korea the whole time to avoid that refugee crisis. Why it's not because they, they like North Korea, Korea or like that regime. It's to avoid having to deal with those people. Why wouldn't they go to South Korea? Because it's right there. Also, South Korea wouldn't let that happen. I mean, you would hope if South that, Korea would take over and unify them and right integrate. Well, them. the thing is, is that North Koreans, even the uh, civilians, they're so ingrained in thinking that. Korea should be united under North leadership that I don't think that South Korea would want to deal with it either. They wouldn't want to have to deal with all of those people trying to take over their uh, different areas and stuff and mess up their culture. So I think that it would go they would all go to China. Hmm. You do remember hearing those stories about like after the Korean War, like, there are still families that, like, haven't seen each other since the borders were closed. That would be a nice feel-good story to see some families reunited. Well, they, at this point, wasn't that, like, 65 years ago or so? Yeah, if you think that anybody in North Korea is still alive that would have any family that they knew in South Korea, <laughs> then, then... I was saying, oh. Wasn't that, like, in the 1950s? Could be their descendants. Yeah, I but don't they think they care. Anyway. Yeah. They pr- I, the ones on I mean, the North I'm Korean side would be brainwashed. Korean and... records, but I can't imagine that they yeah. have that good of record keeping to know that stuff. Plus, I mean, if you see pictures of people in North Korea, I mean, they're pretty dedicated to to their dear leader. Like they they have rallies in support of him, and they they love him. Like they're not well, looking. But are they some? Are they actually brainwashed? And do they love him, or are they just doing it so they don't get killed? Like I don't they. Know. Like, if, if their regime fell, I don't know that everyone... Like, you're supposed to go every time you see a statue of him. You're supposed to bow to it, like, even if you're Only because not around. they fear for their lives. Like they'll You go also to... have to remember that they don't know anything. I mean, if you yeah. have that ingrained in you for 20 years, 10 years, 15, what, however long... Yeah. And the, it everything is censored. It it's true or not. It yeah. is, like, that's all, that's all that is. Yeah, they don't there's get a, other information. There's only like one dropping. TV station, and it's the... It's the government, you know, telling you what they want you to know. But it's like the the people who were in Soviet Russia, when they, some of them, like, left the country and went to other countries and found out that everything they'd been told about the rest of the world was propaganda, and then it's actually a nice place outside the Soviet Union. Like, you, you wouldn't think some of the North Koreans would see how nice some. things are? Yeah, but the, they're, some, they're people that, yeah, like, 
a small number, but there are plenty of people who don't leave their home, never leave their country, and have no. They just stay blindly devoted to dear leader. Well, no, but like, how often have you left There's America? A lot of people there are people like that in this country yeah. who think yeah. that the only country that exists that isn't terrible is the United States. Yeah, like yeah, so. exactly. people who have never left their state before and have never, or people who have never left their city, like in terms of New York City, there are people who live there who've never been out of New York City. I mean, but not like not all of them would travel to like I don't know France or something and say, "Oh, this place is disgusting. It's so much better in America." Like, yeah, but like there, we also breed a culture here where it's very patriotic. America's number one. America's the greatest. So yeah, we, they we don't have a lot of people here. Well, that there's don't a, leave a, the country and say it's shitty in France. There's they a difference between having pride in your own country and thinking every other country in the world. Yeah, but is if you think shitty, of, if America's number one, are you really going to be like? Oh yeah, now I really want to go see France. Like maybe that's less of a priority before you go see another city in America. You know, I would, I would think most people be like, yeah, I'd love to vacation in France and visit there. It's a beautiful place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody because obviously, like everybody, um, you know, poor people would want to live there. Poor people can't afford to leave their area. Most North Koreans don't know that France exists. Yeah. So doesn't matter and poor people can't afford to be like oh wow this is so great not being in north korea they'd be like holy fuck i'm poor because i'm in rural china and they won't (laughs) give me any support and i can't read (laughs) i mean it's true they can't can't. that's what it's going to (laughs) be oh no i can't read i don't know that i can't read but these signs mean nothing to me Oh, what was that accent too? It was, like, it was like Mario. <laughs> that was your Mario. Oh, no. That was it. Oh, no. Oh, Mario. No. I cannot read. I cannot read. They could go to Mongolia. Don't they have a lot of space? Mongolia? <laughs> Are they going to go like hang out with the Huns? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't they go to Russia? The Siberia is right Let's there. Let's get down to business. I mean, they could go to Russia, but again, they'd have to be going through China. Like, there's still that issue. I mean, if China China won't take the refugees, there's no way Russia's going to take the refugees. What if uh, Trump was like, okay, well, we'll take North Korean refugees because they've already been indoctrinated. Um, Like, we know they won't cause crimes because they just, uh, they're so in love with dear leader. You know, like, they can come to America. Will that be okay? Well, I don't know if... I mean, the Vietnam War, we took South Vietnamese refugees. I don't think we took any North Vietnamese refugees. Jesus Christ. What? It just The Washington Redskins are playing the Ravens, and it's 323. Your team sucks. Are you allowed to give that to... score without express written consent? <laughs> yeah, do you have Does the Does preseason express... matter at all? Nobody cares about preseason. No, it just, it just embarrasses me. Um, Dave, do you have any uh, any headlines, any stories that you were like, wow, I really hope uh, we would uh, talk about this uh, or something that you heard about in the past week or so? You're like, eh, hey. Oh, wow. The, um, the Jaguars beat the Patriots tonight. Not really. Uh, I haven't really had a chance to read anything at all. Um, well, I mean, you seem pretty well versed on this North Korean war. I mean, it's there's not really much to know about it that you need. Like, you don't really need to know anything. You just kind of need to understand what the situation has been for sixty years. Hmm. Um, 
I don't know. The uh, one thing that I, I just read, which I haven't had a chance to like really read yet, was um, a headline that Trump, that Trump thanked Putin for getting rid of the, dip, uh, the U.S. diplomats, which is pretty interesting. I haven't had a chance to like watch the, the Wait, quote or anything. What was the thing again? What? What, what? what did you say? About I the... can't hear anything when you do that because you're playing something and it messes up Skype and you don't know how to set it up properly. Uh, no, actually, it everything is correct. Um, no, it's not clearly. But you, there's no. Whatever you play music, we can't hear you. You can't hear me. And oh, for yes. all I knew, that you were lying the whole time, Matt. And Dave just confirmed that you were a liar. What did you say, Dave? I want to know what Matt was saying. He was, he was about to say something, and he kept talking. I was just going to say that that really confirmed what I was saying. Earlier. Right. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> all, all I saw was that Trump thanked Putin for expelling the U.S. diplomats, saying that he uh, we want to reduce our payroll. I haven't had a chance to like read the actual article or watch him say it or anything yet, but that's Trump, that's pretty interesting. Well, uh, um, Putin can't fire U.S. employees like we're. He, no, he didn't fire the employees. He got expelled the diplomats yeah from i just mean Russia. like from trump saying like the payroll thing like oh i'm glad right, we want people on payroll like that doesn't make any sense like they're still right state department employees i know well if their position just... is eliminated because there's no diplomats then but putin can't fire our employees they just come back to america we're still paying for them yeah, yeah but if they're we can fire them now because they're not doing anything yes we can fire them now but we're not like we that's not the point <laughs> Well, I'm just helping Joe understand. I, I don't think that he understood that Putin can't fire American citizens from their jobs. Right. Uh, the way are, he made it seem is yeah. like, like <laughs> he now Trump like, has to go in and be like, okay, you guys have right. no jobs anymore. Like they are State Department employees. Like I don't think Trump understood that. It's I don't not think like you that. we wouldn't that. fire them. <laughs> and why would we fire them? We need ambassadors. He hasn't nominated yeah. any. Well, one of uh, Putin used Trump's classic line, "You're fired." <laughs> that he said it in funny. Russian. No, he said it in English. Yeah. It's just that's fucking ridiculous. We need those employees anyway. We literally we have no ambassadors anymore. Like we have to send ambassadors out. We have nobody in the State Department for anything, not yeah. just ambassadors. Like yeah, we need more ambassadors. There's stuff. The State Department's understaffed, so like it would be a mistake to fire people. Well, right, because uh, mistakes. Well, what if they're doing a bad job? Aren't ambassadors like the most cushiest jobs you can get in government? No, they're no. pretty hard. But you get like you get to travel the world and get. Well, you're like, not. You don't get to choose which place you go to. Like, you can be an ambassador and be like, "All right, well, you're going to North Korea. You're North. You know, if we had one." But if you're especially liked, you get sent to someplace nice. Like, uh, if you're maybe, a shitty ambassador, maybe. they send and you. And even to, then, like Djibouti or something, you're still working. That's like saying the president's a cushy yeah. job because he flies around all the time and plays golf. And you might not be able to necessarily well, like take your family. Like, yeah, sure, it's cool if you're the American ambas- ambassador to, you know, France. Like. But if you're Fiji? the, but if you're the ambassador to like Fiji and like your family like has to move to Fiji and like there's nothing there for you I mean, other that's than the an island paradise, you could be sipping my ties. Well, on the what beach? if it's like one of the the stupid, uh, you know? Yeah, you're like Eurasian you're the ambassador ones. to the 
Republic of Congo yeah. or something. <laughs> like, what if you're yeah. that ambassador? Well, you I just said that, Djibouti. Like, you don't get a That'd choice. That'd be pretty cool. You know? Then we get to see Tim Curry. Well, that's why you send, like, the uh, people you don't like. Yeah, but, like, you're an up-and-coming young ambassador. Like, you know you're going to be... <laughs> you're an up-and-coming young ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be sent hey, to Djibouti. Hey, what did you go to school for? Well, I just graduated with uh, my bachelor's in yeah, ambassadorship. Like, <laughs> I want to be an ambassador. And so you're, you're 25, and they're like, all right, well, your first assignment is Djibouti, because nobody wants to go there. Um, <laughs> and you're stuck there. You have no friends, Dave, no what's family. A, what was on that nothing outside the embassy? Next to you. Well, I'd look on the bright um, side and say I could a chicken salad sandwich and I can uh, huff all the jankum I want. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It was delicious. I love macaroni salad. Guys, I think we're going to wrap this up. Adam, final thoughts. Um, well, I went to see Dunkirk last Saturday. Oh, yeah, I saw it eventually, too. It was uh, <laughs> the sleeper hit, Dunkirk. Is that the, is that the Nolan sound? <laughs> yeah. Are you doing the Inception sound? Oh, yeah. Sound? They played, like, tense music the entire time. Oh, yeah, that's what that's I found it frustrating. The Christopher Nolan sound. It's so that, that, again, I think, like, that's what I said about that movie. The movie was tense as fuck, like, the entire film, but there wasn't a big, like, they, they just made it home okay. Well, like, yeah, oh, but it was okay. also like it took three weeks for them to get home okay, and they they had to stretch that into an hour and a half. No, I, I get it. They had to stretch Wait, three did, weeks did into what? an hour and a half. <laughs> they had this. <laughs> yeah, did you get that? They somehow what? had to fit three weeks of content into no, an but hour like and nothing, a half. nothing really happened. Like it's the first week of of the thing. You no, know, a lot happened in the the whole film. Like I don't know how you felt, Adam, when you watched it, but the whole time it's like shit, something's going to happen, and nothing really does did, other than they get home okay. It did annoy me after a while. Like, every scene had that, like, uh, violin or string section, like, tense. Yeah, we were just uh, kind of ramped up the music. It, and it goes on for, like... They don't shut it off. It's, it's a whole Nolan movie. Sound. It, never, yeah. it never resolves. It, like, goes on the entire movie. It's the whole movie. But uh, um, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. The only thing... Like, there were really no characters to follow. Like, there were characters, but they you get no background on them. I will say that there were characters that I thought were main characters, but I don't remember any of their names. Like, the the British kid and the old man on the boat don't know if they ever said their names. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> the Inception sound. Um, like, we get very little background on them, so, like, all we know is that they have their own boat and they're brave enough to go help. Yeah, and then like the the army guy that just, the army guy they just focused on, um, like I don't remember if he had a name. The French kid who like snuck in. Yeah, like the one who was sort of friends with the French kid that snuck in. Like I couldn't really even tell them apart. I'm like, is, so is that the one we saw before? Like that was the thing. Like everybody looked the same. They were like some young twenty year old guy with black hair and brown eyes, and you couldn't tell the difference between any of them. Yeah. Ham. Ham. But yeah, and and Tom Hardy's character—I don't even know what the deal was with that. By the end of the the thing, when he runs out of fuel and then he just lands his plane and then allows himself to be captured, like, why didn't he eject while he was flying over the beach with all the other people? Yeah, I wondered that too. And did he did he shoot down the other plane like while he was just gliding with no fuel? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he was some sort of super pilot and he allows himself to get captured at the end. Well, maybe. He went to prisoner. He went to a, a POW camp and then made it home at the end. I don't know. They never say. Huh? 
and then became a senator. I like that they <laughs> killed the one kid off by just shoving him downstairs. Yeah. You don't even see him fall. It's like no. one it's scene like, he's there and the next scene he's lying on the deck. Yeah, they don't even show it. I'm like, did I miss it and I wasn't paying attention? Dave? Um, all right. T.I.? Um, uh, yeah? What about no, that T.I.? I haven't watched any of it at all. Yeah. I don't care. Um, so I'm trying to decide because I realized... I mean, you guys know I'm going to be spending three weeks in Europe. But then I was like, wait, I don't like what am I going to do? I don't I've never had a like a vacation. I've never gone anywhere so, for a vacation. I don't know I what think, I'm supposed to like do on vacation. I so I was trying to think Joe of things to do is uh, his first tip for traveling. And Joe's tips for traveling would be to buy a box of 100 condoms. Oh, right. Right. Did you, buy but you have to do that right now? Clearly. Yeah, you want to make sure it's available before you leave. Um. So, for the guy who doesn't want to have promiscuous sex, right, he will be prepared for the promiscuous sex. Well, what if you go and your brother needs a condom, and then you're like, "Wait, I have a pack of a hundred. I bought condoms so my <laughs> brother could fuck." <laughs> you just want to be prepared for any situation. That's really weird. Anyway, so what if you're at a bar and like somebody days. just walks up to you and is like, "I need a condom," and you're like, "Wait, I have a hundred pack on me." Uh, Joe's always prepared. Just carry him with you. <laughs> it's like it's like you're the guy with the nickel belt in the Shining Time Station. Yeah. Just dispense him. In. You just uh, open your satchel and you give him a condom. So yeah, I've been thinking of things to do. I like I'm pretty against like touristy stuff, but I guess I'm willing to try something. I don't really know. I love how you're but, um, against touristy stuff, but like it really doesn't make a difference to you either way. Like if you. If you go there, you see something cool, and if you don't, you don't see something cool, but you're against yeah, the idea exactly. of it. I don't like to do things, like, specifically for the tour. Like, I'm not going to... If I didn't live around here, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, when I go into Boston, I'm totally taking a duck tour. Well, the duck tour sounds dumb, but, like, if there was something cool in Boston... But it's the same exact thing as everything else to me. Like, that's the same thing. So I've been thinking of what to do. And right now I'm leaning towards a couple of the days that I'm in London or maybe a couple like I was also going to do a couple of the days when I'm in Berlin of going somewhere else as well. And I'm just trying to decide I might go to Paris for a couple of days or I might go to like Amsterdam for a couple of days. I haven't really decided yet. So I'm in. So all those so cities I'm are you're, these you're by yourself you're except saying. until you get to Berlin. What? No. All those cities you're by yourself or no? You're, no. You're friends? No. What you're saying is you're going to see London, you're going to see France, France. Right. you're going to see Joey's underpants. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure I've showed you my underpants before. That's weird. You've never showed me your underpants. Uh, that's not true. Um, I wore black underpants that one time when we uh, at the Thanksgiving show because I unzipped and you're like, why oh, yeah, is the bloomers. inside, why is oh. the inside black? The so, inside. And plus, you tried out my underwear once. Remember when I got a shipment of new underwear? What? You tried it out. What? Yeah, remember? Oh, is this when you got like the weird, like breathy underwear? The breathable underwear, and then Matt took a pair and he tried it out in my bathroom. I don't think that ever happened. That did happen. Dave just remembered it. I did remember. I don't remember putting it on your underwear. Yeah, because I bought a bunch of breathable underwear and they just came in the package, and then you took a pair and you're like, I'm going to try these on. You went into my bathroom and you tried them on. It was here at this place. Oh my God. I don't remember that at all. I remember that. Because you, you came out because they were uh, 
uh, briefs, and you came out and you did a little dance in them, and you went back out and you took them off. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't remember that happening. I remember that like it like abstractly happening. I don't remember like details like that. Did we talk about that happening? I think so. Yeah, because I had bought those new breathable underwear. I was like, because I remember I told you. I remember talking about the breathable underwear. They were 18 bucks a piece, and I got like six of them from Amazon, and they had just arrived that day, the day we did the show. And you grabbed. Did you let me put on your underwear? Because I hadn't worn them yet. Like, they were out of the package. Did you wear them after, Matt? No, I I threw them in the laundry and washed them. So your your penises have shared the same underwear? Yeah, but after a laundry wash. Well, that's still pretty close. So ba- the end of that final thought was if where or what do you guys think? Should I go? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I will Drink? say that there are a couple. Well, yeah, I'm doing that anyway. There are a couple places that are worth going to in various cities um, that are sort of tourist destinations. Um, oh, you know, Joe would do every touristy thing. I wouldn't do every yeah. touristy thing. Like Imaginable. I, I was in Dublin for two days and the only touristy thing I really did was... Um, the, uh, the Jameson tour, uh, brewery tour, touristy thing that you could do. I did the Jameson tour, and I thought it was worth it. Like honestly, it was a good time. So I'm gonna be in Dublin for 11 hours. Maybe you should do a tour. I don't know. No, no, I, I wouldn't do a tour. Just get hammered in the I airport. would just get hammered and then hey. go back to the airport. Maybe you could fuck someone in the Dublin airport. Maybe. I'm sure they have glory holes, in Dublin. I just I, mm-hmm. I kind of like walking around and trying different restaurants and bars. Boy, that's but that's not like a plan of something to do. Yeah, but that's mostly what we did in Dublin, and then uh, did that's the all tour. I'm going to do. Go to a little restaurant called the Blarney Stone. That's in Worcester here. It is. It is there. Go to the there. the um, actual stone and kiss it. You could. Yeah. Well, it's kind of far from Dublin. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I. I'm probably going to go for a couple days to somewhere else. I just don't know where yet. It's expensive. You when could, are you leaving? You could go to Auschwitz. 20, yeah, maybe. Oh, I, I mean, I'm probably going to be doing something. Auschwitz. Uh, Does your brother something. plan to take you to all those, like, touristy destinations? No. 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 Not at all. Um, Did I'm your brother have plans when you get there? 21st of September to the 11th of October. Are you going to get a schnitzel? Maybe, probably. What about a strudel? Probably. Strudel? A bratwurst? I hope so. Bratwurst? Anal fucking? Well, I mean, yeah. Especially if I'm in Amsterdam for a night. I uh, The thing is, this is turning into literally me just in the movie Eurotrip. That'd be pretty That's great all it is. to fuck that girl that was in Eurotrip. Right? Right? That'd be pretty sick. Mika? Mika. Scotty doesn't know. Also, Kristen Craig? Uh, Kristen Craig uh, was in uh, it? Joe? Uh, I just finished Narcos the other day, season two, and I have to say, I, uh, I don't know why I put it off so long, but I really enjoyed it. And I'm excited that season three is coming out uh, sometime soon, because I didn't know uh, if it got renewed for season three. Because they kind of ended... Uh, they ended Pablo Escobar at the end of season two, and I thought that maybe that was the end of the show, but they left it open for a cliffhanger, and uh, they're coming back. So, Did you see that? Uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead. 
Go gonna, ahead. I was going to say that uh, Disney pulled out of their deal with Netflix, and they're going to start their own streaming I was kinda service. Actually kinda, I mean, I don't care about Disney, but like, if I did, I would be upset by it because I'm not paying for like I wouldn't personally pay for another streaming service. I know. No, it's but you're turning into cable. Think yeah. about canceling Netflix. No, I wouldn't. Not for Disney. Because if I'm a Disney fan, I've seen all of those movies, and chances are I probably yeah, own them on Blu-ray. Yeah, but you gotta understand that this is a bigger move for Disney. Like Disney's probably gonna start creating more original content, very similar to Netflix. They're gonna try to really push a lot of things, and the, the, you'll be able to access all the Disney movies instead of waiting no, for the vault to purchase them. They haven't announced that. We don't know if we can or not. I understand. I, I just think it makes sense. Like if you're gonna start a streaming service. All right, every Disney well, is now of. an exclusive to it this. It kind of makes sense. Uh, or, you know, even when the stuff comes out, like, you, you just now can have it Plus, or access it or watch it. you have to remember it. that Disney is more than just Disney. It's Marvel, right. it's Star Wars, Marvel, it's ESPN. Yes, but yeah. they also like, said in the press release that ESPN would be a different streaming service and also maybe Star Wars would be a different streaming service. Yeah, there's okay, a lot that's an initial press release. This is something that's going to evolve and... I'm just saying that I I don't want to pay for more services aside from the ones I'm already paying for, which is Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Like, no, of course it's short-sighted in the grander scheme, but it's also kind of inevitable with the way streaming right. services have been. They're just trying to make it cable again. Yeah, but, more but the whole point of us going to streaming services was because cable was so expensive, and I don't know. Yeah, that... but you got everybody's gonna. Uh, I don't know why you don't you got, understand this. Right, like it's, they're it's just a trying to capitalize. Yeah, it's, yes, they're it's a short-term short deal on it. Um, and sure, people might might subscribe for a month or two to get the content they want. Like I'm sure people are subscribing to CBS for two months to get Star Trek. Joe, I think I, I don't... The, the point of this isn't that... Th this isn't a Disney move trying to be like, oh man, in 70 years, they were totally going to be the best. This is a CEO and a board who are thinking, man... In two years, I really hope I get a huge payout because of this move. Yeah, and all I'm saying is that me personally, I wouldn't. I think it's a dumb. Move. Of course, maybe they'll. Of course, uh, but there'll be some company that bundles all the streaming services together and oh, then yeah, sells it to you for sixty bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could call it cable. We'll call it cable. <laughs> cable. Right. Internet. That's all they're trying to do, and like that's gonna give them the short-term boost that they want and then well, it's yeah, just going to be we've a We've already cycle. seen um, sort of a streaming service do this and that was NBC with CISO and they've just announced that they're closing down CISO. I think too... Uh, I mean, eventually I think probably what will happen is it, it, Adam is kind of correct there but uh, you'll just all, all these places will start lowering the cost and it will be like, all right, I'll pick up this, and I'll pick up this, and I'll pick up this, and it'll be a customizable and yeah, like, cable I don't thing, think, which is what people yeah. have said about cable for a long time. If you're going to have cable, at least let me select exactly what I have. The problem right. is, is that they're not. That works if they provide the medium with which to watch it. Um, without that, there's no point in anybody subscribing to anything specific. Right, which is why, like again, this this will just change. The way that everybody is consuming everything. So right. I also have a problem with CBS doing this because not only are they more expensive than Netflix, you also get ads, and I don't think their library is deep enough or popular don't you pay enough. For Hulu? Uh, no ads on Hulu. It's, well, I mean, you, so you pay the extra for no ads, but that wasn't a, a thing initially. Hulu yeah, had ads first. Yes, it did have and ads. And you paid initially. for Hulu then with ads. So why is that a complaint for you now? Paid Hulu didn't have ads as you... Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. I, I, yes, it, it, did. Had... I, it didn't have ads on certain things. But um, CBS 
like that has ads and it's more expensive than Netflix for for their content. And I don't know. I understand, it's just not but worth so it. is Hulu. That's what I'm saying. Is and you paid for Hulu as it was a more expensive and had ads. So why is the it difference that CBS... is that Hulu has you know like forty or fifty networks on it, like CBS right. doesn't, and it's you know the same price as Hulu with ads. But is CBS right. so that's the complaint from Hulu? That's the complaint though. That, not that they there. have ads because you were fine with ads. I I don't I just... dislike that it it costs more than Netflix. Well, Netflix actually just raised their price. They're nine ninety nine now. Um, They've been nine ninety nine for a while now. But yeah, but if you were grandfathered in at seven ninety nine for the past year, grandfather. What you get if you're grandfathered in? You you were like literally it just changed but, the price. No, I, yes, it, I know, but, but that was like three years ago that they raised the price to nine ninety nine. It's it's just gonna be uh, everything is evolving and changing. So like that's just how it's gonna work out and play play out. So I'm I think just I'm, I I read too that like Disney wanted to buy Netflix and Netflix wouldn't sell and that had to do with them pulling out. Yeah, because Netflix is worth a lot more than what Disney would offer, I'm sure. And it could be like a move to devalue Netflix. So maybe somewhere down the road they could buy them cheaper. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know that... It, I, I guess it does I kind of hurt them. Like, they won't have a lot of content that people uh, mainly... Well, sure, they won't have the new Disney movies. Like, the, the Rogue One was literally yeah. on Netflix, and it just came out. Um, so sure, that, sure they won't have that, but Netflix, but Netflix has a Netflix, lot of content on their own, like yeah. their own personal content that people are willing to hits, pay for. It hits harder for probably people with families, which is why you would want that Disney content. Right. Um, so, so yeah, it's not Netflix. A lot of their original content is made for me, you, more adult. Um, well, yeah, but granted, they do have viewers. they do have children's content on on Netflix. They it's, do. It's not but just it, again, Disney stuff. Netflix, the, uh, some of their original content is great. Everything else that they have, they have a lot of shit. Um, they have a lot. Also, of I mean, granted, I, don't I know, know if it's like too smart of a move for Disney either, because from what I understand, is, uh, media consumption, like that sort of media consumption, is going down for children. Yeah. So. I don't know if it's granted, Matt. I know this doesn't apply idea. to you because you have a Plex server. But if you didn't know what Plex was, I'm sure by now you would have owned every Disney movie on DVD or Blu-ray. Like, so would you want? That. Would you no, want to pay? For I wouldn't say every every. It wouldn't be like every Disney. But no, movie, but it's the ones that it, you know your kids really love and that you love. So would you really want to pay for a streaming service for that has just all of their movies when the ones that you already watched you've already bought? No. Personally, what I would do is I would just expose them to less of them and have them or seek out other forms of entertainment than paying exorbitant costs for each individual thing. And that would teach your kids a valuable lesson, too, about being thrifty. <laughs> yeah, people will... Thrifty. Nobody will buy all these streaming services. People will pick their one favorite, and then they'll go back to pirating uh, for the it, rest. It, again, or they it, might it subscribe for a month or price. two. Like and if, you, then they would if, you, if Netflix... Stop is $14 and Disney's $14 and Hulu, whatever. Yeah, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to afford this. I'm going to go with one or the other. Then they start lowering their prices. All right. Hey, all of a sudden it's $7 a month for... Uh, but the thing is, the thing is they're not going to lower prices because, again, like I said before, it's the it's the CEO of a company. It's like the, the boards of companies that want the payday within two years. They don't care about the subscriber base in true. three years or four years from now. They care about it right now. And what but the valuation is based on what they have. Aside from that, like that week, Netflix is number one by a long shot. Like Amazon's number two, and they, it, it's like double what Amazon is doing that Netflix has, like uh, in terms of user share. 
Mm-hmm. So like, there's yeah, they're not going to dethrone Netflix with their own like Disney's own streaming service. They're they're not going to dethrone That's them. That's not the goal. That's not the goal. Yeah, it's just to sustain. So. Um, my final thought is I had a weird question brought to me today, uh, by one of my, uh, one of my drivers. He, he came up to me just randomly. He's like, Matt, is he white? No. And he said, what, uh, <laughs> he said, who, like, do you know a lot about history? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, a decent amount, I guess I'm, I'm, I know names, I, you know, not like completely well versed with dates and stuff uh but that didn't really matter he's like well who um name a man in history who really inspires you like right off the the, that was his question i was like well that's kind of a weird question and i i would really have to kind of think about it and i don't know that it would be specifically somebody paul pot yeah i I, like i i I would think maybe musicians and stuff in the past you know in this this uh, you know century or whatever, um, I, I wouldn't really think of anybody that's kind of inspired me from hundreds of years ago. Uh, but I did say I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a sexist question." Kind of joking, um, I said, "That's a sexist question." What about women? And he goes, "Oh, well, you wouldn't be inspired by by women. You're a man, and you like." He went into this kind of weird, uh, a, like speech about how you you know oh you're not like uh inspired by women you know do you want to be a woman is that what you're saying i'm like just get fired by google like what happened there yeah dude it was really bizarre um you know i didn't really get where he was coming from but he he gets on these weird uh tirades uh he's been on, on strange tirades about fireworks and how they're for children um and uh just got a strange outlook. He, I think he's from Italy. Is Italy a nice so. place to live? Dave? Uh, <laughs> Are you just throwing it to Dave? I don't know if it is. Uh, never been to Italy? I don't know. I'm just curious sure. because like, sometimes people say, like, oh, like, like Matt just said, oh, he's from Italy. I'm like, oh, but isn't, like, Italy always is portrayed as, like, this really nice place to be? Is it, like, just backwards, like, socially? I don't know, but he, he definitely... Uh, carries himself in a, a backwards uh, mentality. That's for sure. I do yeah, like that. No. that so t- is there a woman that has inspired you? No. I, I what was your eventual answer? Did yeah, you, I, I didn't give him an answer. I, what, I, I, have you well, dwelled on it more? What would your answer be? No, I, I didn't. Like I, 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 Musicians. It would be like... I want to know. I would give me an answer. I want to know an Like answer. John Lennon would be somebody who, who I woman. would find uh, inspiring. <laughs> you, you just want to bang a crazy Asian woman, don't you? Scott Stapp. Yeah. Wait. So, is there a woman that inspired you in anything? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. not really. Like, I can't think Matt, of anything. Matt in the chat says you, <laughs> you, know, you go off on that tirade, like, "Oh, that's a sexist question," and then at the end, you're like, oh, "No, of course, no women inspired me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you recognize well, that it's sexist, and you're like, can't. you try to think about it. You're like, "Wait, I guess he's right." <laughs> I no. mean. Because the way he phrased it was like, oh, well, it's got to be a man because you're a man. So somebody who inspired you to be more of a man. Yeah, but like, what if it was more like a woman doctor saved your life and it inspired you to be a doctor yourself? But it didn't. That hasn't happened to me. 
Yeah, but I'm saying that that could happen. Like, why is he saying that that could okay, never happen? I, oh, I don't know why he's like. I thought you were trying to argue with Matt about. No, this. no, no. I'm saying yeah, like, why? No, why he did kind of start off that. Why way. Why would that guy think that that that's not like a scenario? Oh, I don't know. I do that. That's like that. That was what struck me. Maybe so he strange. thinks that women also shouldn't be doctors. Or maybe yeah. like I don't know. You there was a teacher that really inspired you, and she was a woman. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of a, a certain, you know. Uh, female that has inspired me to. I can't think of anybody who's inspired me. Yeah, that, that's where I kind of got like, they're definitely musicians again. Like, have inspired me to play the guitar or write music. But, but have they, or did you just want to do that? No. Can you, think of, can you cite anything where like, oh man, because this human did this, I really want to do that? Yeah, I can. Like, I I can cite bass players, uh, guitar players that have played and performed, and I was like, wow, I really. Well, was wanna... this after you started? Um. Yeah. It, no, it was before. It was, it was definitely before you. Before. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I remember listening to music and thinking, shit, I I would love to do that. I would like to do that. He was really inspired by Evanescence. I was just about to say Amy Lee. <laughs> she made you like want to play music. Uh, no. And Kitty. Kitty was a big one. What about your your mom? She didn't make you want to have a family, like, right out of the gate? No. 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 My mom inspired me to live my life on the internet. What if your sister inspired (laughs) you to raise horses? No. I suppose Mother Teresa could be pretty inspiring. What, Mm. for stealing millions from poor people? No, to caring more about your fellow man what about but, sandy bullock she when didn't. she adopted that black football player she's Did a she inspire saint you? david yeah yeah she's a saint sure she's not a saint well, yet they haven't approved it she's Thanks. a cunt that's what she was she was a cunt that is very really offensive it should be she, she's a cunt and so is it's equally offensive that she stole millions of dollars from poor people by telling them that their pain is good and brings them closer to god and then when she was sick, she went to a very, very expensive hospital. She's a cunt. <laughs> you heard it here. I mean, well, that does sound like a cunty thing to do. If true, we haven't researched it. It is true. What about... Guys, we are the Lotus cast. Gandhi. Oh. Gandhi, I mean, he potentially raped millions of 13-year-olds because <laughs> he used to... <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, that was what he did. He... he... Every night he'd go to bed, he'd go to bed with like a harem of young girls because it made him feel like better or something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have one. I have one. Uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> she inspired you to save the world. And no. For feminism and gender equality. Have you seen that backlash against Gal Gadot now because she like supports Israel and against? Yes, thank you, Matt, in the chat to to test himself. That's why he did it. I couldn't remember the like what he was doing. Wait, he had the young girls to test himself to see yeah, if he would yeah, sleep yeah. with them. <laughs> uh, but have you seen the backlash against Gal Gadot? Because she like no, I didn't see that. She um, she's like against Palestine and like totally supports Israel. I mean, she's Israeli, so I mean that's not surprising. Yeah, but I mean, there's backlash against her on social media. Oh, I just no. thought it was interesting. I bet she could just, like, whip her boobs out and they wouldn't care anymore. It is pretty interesting that people think they have any idea of what the Israel-Palestine situation is, like, enough to say that one is correct. Guys, we are the LotusCast. LotusCast.com. 
At the Littlest Cats on Twitter. Music playing? I don't know. It is playing. Who knows? It is playing. So, uh, uh maybe Joe will have this figured out by next week. Well, I kind of need you to be online while I do it, because you're my test subject. I gotta go to Kenobi Lake this week. So. Obi-Wan Kenobi? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can check us out. Be sure you do, and until next week, go fuck yourself. I don't know if there's a song. Whistling from Dave. How do you whistle like that? I've never... Like, what is it that's whistling? Is it your tongue or your teeth? Yeah, it's just your tongue on the top of your mouth and it goes, goes kind of down through your teeth. I don't know. I just kind of picked it up years and years ago because that's how my grandfather would whistle. Picture in love.